0: Peace y'all. What's going on? Are you interested in starting a podcast and getting your voice put out there? Well, have you heard of the app Anchor? Anchor is the easiest way for you to make a podcast. Now let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools inside the app that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to start a podcast. Join today day, and you won't regret it. Five, four, three, two, one. All right, we back, man. We do it for us. Another week, another array of topics. Um, I'm, I'm affirming y'all feeling good out there. We back at it. Man, I'm telling you, nigga been going through it for these past three weeks. But I'm here. I'm ready to pod. As you know, my name is Damari, music enthusiast podcaster
1: etc etc yo did you just say you're ready to pod bro like what the, what does pod mean you meant cast i would understand cast but come on stop it man
2: oh i thought you were saying you were ready to potty <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> bro i'm ready to cast this pod <laughs> that would have been cooler bro but pod <laughs> i mean it's just funny as shit but you know who it is It's your boy, Fuck It Cozy, a.k.a. Madonna's side dude, a.k.a. Lady Gaga enthusiast, a.k.a. uh, Damari's, I think, probably the second or third most liked individual on his list. I'm back with the bullshit. I'm back with the lessons. I'm back with the shits.
2: And what's up, y'all? It's Finne coming back to you from the base of my hometown, Broward County, Florida. No specific locations dropped, but I'm holding it down for the female aspect of the We Do It For Us podcast. So let's get into it.
0: So with all that being said, we have our artist of the week. She goes by the name of Nezi Uh She's from Houston, Texas. I found her music on clubhouse i thought she was really dope she's nigerian she could rap she could sing and we're about to get into this first song by her off her timeless
3: project so yeah i'm flexing on a nigga flexing on a nigga bitch so they couldn't tell me shit they be checking on a nigga checking on a nigga tip that's why i always trying to diss i be flexing on a nigga flexing on a nigga bitch they couldn't tell me shit They be checking on a nigga, checkin' on a nigga tip That's why I always tryna diss It's the 9G Rihanna, flow bananas, rapping on us Always riding around with the nana. You hating on me right before the summer, you a lame You be claiming you a goon, but you not a Your mama was a cashier right before she had you Now you walking around nuts like a cashew Wish that I could tell her ass to come and catch you that's why I'm always laughing when these niggas gas. I mean, I can actually honest y'all boys. How y'all feel about this year?
1: Like, like this been a big, like it's been a long year. Demar, tell me how y'all feel about this year. Tell me how your initial thought about it, at least. If you can give this this year a grade, what would you grade it? I say a C plus. Yeah, C
0: C plus. I I probably say C plus. Um man, this year, I mean, where do I start? Ugh, this is, I'll say this. I'll, I'll start, I'll start from like a general standpoint. Some, one thing that I noticed about this year, especially for me individually, I've been getting a lot of like, I got a lot of be safes this year. It was a lot of that this year. Yo, be safe. Yo, be safe. Yo, be safe. Be safe. Yo, be safe. It's just like, and it kind of made me think, I'm like, well, damn, everybody has really been on edge this year. This has really been an emotionally taxing year for just everyone. This I feel like generally this year really tested everyone in some way, shape, or form. And everybody kind of, whether it was through social media, people were sharing their stories and, you know, or they're going on these other platforms to talk about their experience. I was just... Pulling from everything and all the stories that people were telling, you know, filtering in all the otherworldly events, it's like it's just been an emotionally up and down year. Honestly, that's where I generally start. Where i generally start. I don't want to get into the specifics because I feel like we could probably get within that as this conversation goes along, but I'll just say this has been an emotionally this has been an emotional roller coaster. That's where I'll start.
2: Yeah. Um, I feel like I give it maybe a C see. Um, i C. I've witnessed a lot of death this year, a lot of sickness um, on a national level, international level, and on a personal level because of, you know, quarantine and things like that. But in regards to like what it is that I'm trying to do in my life, I feel like being inside and being to myself, alone to my thoughts, has given me a lot of time to think about what it is I really want and what it takes to get there. And so I kind of, Have to thank being in quarantine, you know, looking on the positive aspect of things like without it, I probably wouldn't have been able to tap into some things about myself and what I'm trying to do in life. So that's good. Yeah, I'll start there.
1: You know, that's crazy though. I was thinking about it, right? It's been a great year for all of us though. I mean, define great. I mean, personally, it's been a terrible year for me, right? dealing with the death of my grandmother, you know, dealing with, you know, realizing how disconnected with family and friends I was, realizing all like, you know, the issues within myself, my ego, my self-esteem, my confidence, as well as my work ethic, but, you know, deciding on these are some paths I need to start doing, you know, so deciding on, yo, this is something I need to get myself into cuz I have all the resources, all the time and As much as I can say, yo, this is where I want to be at. The only way I can get there is by doing this shit. And, you know, it's been a great year. We started this podcast. You know, you know, Damari got him like 30, 40, 50, 60. I don't even know how many bitches this man got now. Like, this man, Damari got like at least this week 90 bitches right now bro at least 90 bitches not
0: this week people that actually know me listen to this please don't tell them like lies please we're not doing this this week this is the last episode of the year we're not no more lies tell the truth
1: this all right bro it is the truth i was downsizing he has at least 800 bitches i'm so sorry but you know going traveling with Damari, traveling with my girl traveling out myself um being more connected with nature, being more connected with my health and understanding my health. Um, And this nigga
0: got us walking in the goddamn park, man.
1: Yeah, but I got these niggas walking. I got Vinay, man, sweat suited up, just walking in the park. He just busting down her neck. Damari over here wearing, you know, uh, an Atlanta Braves hat, you know, with 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 some fives on, trying to, you know, step in the mud, bro, just on some crazy shit, bro. And I got all these motherfuckers doing some crazy shit that we would have never thought that we would have done. And, and personally, it was the most conscious I've ever been in my life. I took the some time out that I really need to take and sit down and say, yo, the shit I'm doing, I don't need to do that shit. The shit that I wanna do, let me get into that shit. Like, it, even though they was right, but I sit in the house for so long. I wasn't necessarily sitting in the house, but when they took the all those other things away like you know going to class every day you know have to sit down and wait for a different class and having to do this and you know going to work for a certain amount of time and you really start seeing what is important to you what what really is important to your health to your well-being you know as a person like what do you need do you need you know do you need a dog do you need a pet do you need a plant do you need a project do you need something to make you fulfilled do you want to do something do you want to work but and i can't say for everyone because i lost my job um i know thousands of people lost their jobs hundreds of thousands of people lost jobs we had hundreds of thousands of deaths this year we had you know a lot of people lost family a lot of people lost friends a lot of people lost side chicks <laughs> you know when you lose your side chick bro, to COVID, bro it's like damn that could have been your main bitch. You look at it and be like, damn, that's crazy. But at the same time, you be like, damn, thank God it wasn't my main bitch. I think over 20,000 side bitches were lost this year. Nigga, I had zero 40 years started. changed. <laughs> you see, that was you. That was you. We, you know, we some niggas did have like a lot of side bitches, but you can't lie. There's some dudes that had some side bitches out there. But honestly, if you want to look at this whole year, if you really want to run into this whole year, I want—I really want Vinay to talk about that shit first, though, because, you know, she was she was telling us about the whole pop shit in January and the whole everything like that. So I'm over here thinking about all the lost side bitches, bro. I'm, I'm lost.
2: Yeah, I mean, my timeline of it isn't really that great. Um, So I'm going to be real general. And Demari, I want you to really break it down in detail. So. Everybody talking about, oh, 2020 is my year, 2020 vision, da 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 da, and 2019. Boom, it's 2020. And then the first, like, catastrophic event is like, niggas really think we're going into World War III.
0: That's exactly where the fuck I was gonna start, (laughs)
2: because that's dog. We
0: really was about to, because you know, oh my gosh, and y'all, and I'm gonna tell you this right now. For you niggas that keep posting them pictures of that lady that's stepping over 2020 and going into 2021, stop it. You're not going anywhere. There is no you were you were you are not going to make any progress. Just don't make the posts. I'm telling y'all now. I'm sick of it. So now, now that I said that, niggas thought 2020 was gonna be 2020 vision, clear sight open gateways the astrology capricorn and like the astrolog it's gonna come like nigga when this okay so obviously the world war three threatening obviously there was you know u.s was you know air striking places you know per usual you know real u.s shit you feel me and rowdy rich the box we're gonna get into a muted conversation later but obviously january i remember i kind of tie a lot of Things that was taking place into like that song, um, and then February, well, no, J- late January, Kobe died. Late I'm Jan- saying, so we could yeah, so c- getting come come on here go. I'm I'm just setting the, the table.
2: Nah, you 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 land the food out too. Let's be real, but I I feel like we're forgetting something. I don't know, did wasn't there like a massive fire, in like the yeah. Amazon? Or Amazon, something like yeah. That?
1: If we're going to talk about that, that Amazon shit, bro, that was, uh, I don't think y'all knew, but, like you know, big companies would hire people to go and burn down the Amazon rainforest just to, just to clear space so they can build on the shit. You feel me? And and California, they just have a bunch, like, I was listening to some NPR shit earlier, and they was like, yo, the fire season over there is seven, eight months out of the year. That's, that's when it just shit just burn. All seven, eight months shit just burning. So, that's some shit that's always been happening, though. But, you know, that's just me. That's what I know.
2: Yeah, that's I mean, it. it was, but it was so bad to the point where, you know, it reached the U.S. And, you know, a lot of people were talking about it. I think that it had some pretty deadly effects on the earth, if I wasn't mistaken. I mean, I don't have the facts, per se. If somebody could clear that up for me, that was a serious, like, fire that happened. And, uh yeah, California been catching on fire um i'm pretty sure that air quality is bad in some places of california
0: and there were some native people that actually lived in the amazon to my understanding as well so obviously there were people that did have to relocate as well and there were other animals i believe there were some animals that were um going extinct already um that they're just killing like they what are they i think the term is that the totems i believe i don't know if that uh, if that's the term i believe i'm not sure the
2: animal kingdom like
0: yeah yeah like they're the speak the animal species like yeah. a lot of them are, are dying off a lot with a lot of the deforestation and the burn the forest fires and things of that nature I um, and there was and obviously yeah you talked about the california thing that was damn that was this year goodness gracious Not i mean be-
2: jam-packed i mean it, it's to the point where like we can go month by month i mean people were literally saying gosh what is what is what is March gonna bring? What is April gonna bring? Like, I mean, this whole year just, it really did set a tone. But I do wanna remind people, going back to Damari's point, just because it it's another year doesn't mean that we've transformed into a different galaxy. It's still very much planet Earth. Um, you're gonna wake up and be the same person tomorrow. So just keeping that in perspective, we might wanna brace for the possibility that things might progress in a very different kind of way. Um, of course, we want to think positively. But yeah, I mean, the way things are going, things don't just end off abruptly out of nowhere. Like there's always a consequence. So
0: The whole, oh yeah, that whole, um the, the British royal family was in a up, uproar this year as well with that whole Meghan Markle thing where she wanted to step back. That was, you know, that was something. Um, Trump and his in impeachment, not to get too political, but obviously because we've, we've done, you know, we've we've done that throughout some of our episodes. Um, yeah, that happened this year. Uh, obviously we talked about COVID, but there's obviously so much nuance cause we're still currently dealing with COVID and that's another thing we're probably going to have to talk about because that's COVID-19 is still something we're potentially most likely going to have to deal with in 2021. So it's not like once again, for you niggas that think like when, t- when the new year's coming, like we just the reset button about to happen. Think again. Um, I don't know just anybody jump in here when y'all I'm just I'm just naming shit anything that come come to your mind that we could you know what I'm saying.
1: I mean there was so much shit that happened this year, bro like The whole thing about president trump and you know being impeached but that shit was just a ploy um The whole thing about joe biden the whole thing about, uh, you know There's so many like the deaths this year and people say, you know, it's tragic and shit like that. The uh, COVID was really the the two biggest things this year, honestly. It, well, three biggest things was the NBA bubble, never to be done before, probably never be done again, the COVID and the presidential election. That's like the three biggest and, and blackest king. That's probably the three, four biggest, biggest things that people talked about this year. I was really, I really fucked with blackest
0: king. We didn't really start. We didn't, this podcast was obviously started after that, but that was a really dope, the Ahmaud Aubrey, Brianna Taylor, the worldwide Black Lives Matter movement. I'ma say I'm a, I, I preference the worldwide because it's now become an international movement. Um I believe countries like New Zealand were protesting. Um that was another interesting thing to see this year. Um New I'm Ze- not gonna
1: go ahead. I said New Zealand fucks with black people. They love niggas over there, bro. You know have y'all ever heard of New Zealand trap music? Have you have y'all ever heard of Dutch trap? That shit go ham. I swear to God, bro. I'm gonna put y'all on later, but that, them niggas love niggas, bro. You know, them, them white niggas love black niggas, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah, and the whole nigga debacle, is nigga the new pronoun? That's a whole shit that was... <laughs> yeah,
0: that's go I mean, so, I mean, yeah, that was interesting to watch, honestly, and I'll speak to even that during the period of when the whole uh police, obviously the situations of police brutality taking place once again, Man, I, I honestly, like just having conversations with amongst friends, I, I remember even during that situation, Vinay called me and we kind of chopped it up about that whole situation when when that whole uh, uh, George Floyd thing kicked off. And honestly, bro, having some being on the phone with hours with people, like we were just really like, everybody just wanted to know what, we're literally in a pandemic and us as black people are still going through these same issues. Honestly, I had a headache for like about two weeks because it was just like, so much happening and i'm still working during, like i'm doing delivery work during a pandemic having to go into sort of doing all of this and still having to be emotionally stable it was a lot bro
2: but even you know the great part about that because there there's not a lot of light to make up with you know all these black people getting murdered in front of our faces and then you know no justice being served you know the yada yada the usual but like I did call Damari for the first time in like two years, I think. And from that, we began to keep in contact. And I think that's honestly what jump-started the podcast.
1: This is a fact. This is a fact. That sounds pretty cool to y'all boys, but me, Damari and I, nigga, hit me up every so often, talk about some random shit. Like, hey, yo, bro, you ever see that cloud? I'd be like, bro, what? And then I'd be like calling Damari, be like, hey, yo, Damari, have you seen this new show? Damari be like, no, bro, I don't watch television like that, bro. I'd be like, bro, what? so like y'all had a very heartwarming moment but Damari and I have always been on some bullshit this nigga calls me on some bullshit every once in a while before this podcast Damari I remember we used to be on the bus talking about bullshit so it's always been about some bullshit with me Damari and I on honestly so that was heartwarming but I wish I had that with Damari Okay, so before, so I hope the listeners can gauge when Joe's
0: lying, when his voice like starts to raise a certain pitch, you, I hope you can tell he's lying. Now, Joe has, there's been a time that I remember when Joe has literally called me and said like, yo, yo D, bro, I'm just, I feel like I'm lost in my life right now. I feel like I need some direction a foundation. You know, I remember us being in high school, the conversations we used to have, I need to get back and tap with that stuff again. Before I go on, is that is that am I right or wrong, Joe?
1: I mean, how you explaining it sounds too deep, bro. You you trying to make yourself sound like a philosopher. It was it was oh. not that deep, brother man. It was it was more along the line, like, yo, bro, what are those uh scriptures and texts that you used to read, bro? Tap let me let me see some of that. Cause I feel like uh a brother needs some understanding in religion and, and understanding in life. You know, let me get some text. It's some text. Get something like I'm Moses or something, give you the first 10 commandments
0: like I'm text, like I'm a prophet. But I mean, that. So you're saying that is true. That was true. You was master of PDFs. All right. So yeah, see, now you're trying to disrespect me now. Anyway, moving on, though. But yeah, like a part of, yeah. So, you know, and obviously 2020 during the pandemic, obviously we started this podcast and everything. Um... Yeah, I mean just to I mean just you know the whole Black Lives Matter situation and even even speaking to that and I won't get too deep into it but obviously there's been a lot of money generated from that organization that has not funneled back to certain communities. I don't want to get too deep into that but I'll just I just bring it up. I just want to tell you what we've been dealing with and the accumulation of things that have been taking place in 2020. Um Obviously we know this this um this puppet show of an election that took place this year. Um New York public schools, there's a lot, just a lot going on in the country, man. I'm just looking I'm I'm literally scrolling down to
1: listen looking, you guys. Let's talk about what shit that really affected us, you know, like some things that we saw that really affected us. Niggas did not get their twenty nineteen tax returns. I'm tired about that. <laughs> but no, you didn't get your twenty nineteen tax return. Sorry, but
0: you. oh, you. So what? What you mean? How did you? You got your twenty nineteen tax return?
1: Yeah, I got my twenty nineteen tax return. I don't know about you. I'm sorry to hear about that, brother.
0: Oh, man. so you one of them niggas? You busted? Oh, I see. I see
1: your type. Yeah, bro. Oh, you I a swiper? Me. Swiper? Swiper? I'm not a swiper, no, sir, no. But a lot of shit that affected me personally, bro, was some of the you know the the deaths and uh the enlightenment of some of the people that I grew up watching, you know? So let me just give some context to some people. I didn't grow up like how a lot of people did, um, where they can like look back and say, you know, watch movies and TV shows and, and music and shit like that. Like I've been tweeting about that for the past couple of days about like, you know, I didn't grow up listening to R&B like that and old school R&B and old school shit like that. So how I personally fell in love with some shit was the newer way that it's presented. You know, that it's it's no longer live studio sessions or some shit, it's just more like a beatbox. And, you know, a little beat thing and motherfuckers just kind of sing on the beat. You feel me? But I feel like a lot of things dealing with social media has created an addiction for us. Because now I'm looking at everyone's talking about that nostalgic view like everyone wants to be a 90s baby i didn't grow up in the fucking 90s i was born in 2000 so a lot of people were talking about um you know lauren hill and the verses and the verses really brought a lot of people to talk about nostalgia oh y'all ain't grow up if y'all ain't know this y'all ain't grow up if y'all bro i didn't grow up at all with y'all motherfuckers i wasn't conscious in music until like lmfao bro so <laughs> i have no idea damn who- what the fuck you guys are talking about, bro? It's not like I didn't care. Just I wasn't aware. I wasn't paying attention to any of that. You know, so people want to talk about the 90s and how you grew up and ass. Complete rubbish. So, okay. So nostalgia is one reference. Yeah,
0: I've seen a lot of that this year. People like, like even 2016, such a great year. Like, bro, that was four years ago. Like, it seems like, and that's another thing. Shit is going by so like, our concept of time, and I don't wanna to get too deep. That's another thing about 2020. It kind of, it changed our concept of time because it's like with the with the strict lockdowns, it's kind of like people, I heard some people say they started losing track of some of the days, even during quarantine. You know what I'm saying? Because they're not functioning on their regular schedule. So it's kind of like another way to look at it is like, bro, this disrupted your whole concept of time. Like it's in a, lo- it's, it's kind of, it, it made us, people kind of looked at it like an, as a, time is an illusion now. Time is what you kind of make it now. That's another thing you could probably take away from this year, you know?
2: Yeah, one thing, um, it's funny you bring that up because somebody I was talking to actually challenged the concept of time. Like just because a group of people made 24 hours in a day, 60 minutes in an hour, seven days in a week, doesn't mean that that's true. Um, we kind of just listen to what people say because it's in a book. It's reputable. But certain people made that reputable. We just kind of agree with it and go along with it. But I swear life is passing by. Um, I Yeah, I can see where people are coming from when it comes to time. Time is just a tricky thing. And even being in quarantine, another thing that I had to come to grips with and it's still in the process of coming to grips with is death. Like there's been a lot of death around me um but me coming to the realization that everybody is going to die literally has been one of the biggest uh struggles for me to deal with i have grandparents now they're super old you know i have certain people in my family with health issues like literally somebody i know literally died in a car accident it's like anything could take us out and i have such a control issue right but I've been having to kind of meditate and, and do different practices to come to grips with just being here now. D- because like, I mean, death would um, demobilize me. You feel me? Like, I didn't want to go out. I didn't want to go to parties. I, I, I still don't want to fly. I hate heights. Like, things literally prohibit me, like, from living life because of the fact that one day I won't be here. But, um, you know, that's something I've been dealing with.
0: That, that's funny you bring up meditation, because literally another thing that took place this year was there was a global meditation with some guru. And I believe it was Jada Pinkett Smith. They did like, a like, that was another th- conversation. A lot of people were meditating. A lot of, you know, just a lot of people creating their own spaces on the internet. You know what I'm saying? Now, 2020 was also about that, creating your, how you're utilizing your time and how you're creating your own spaces that was another big conversation. Um, Man, sheesh. I mean, dealing with death. Yeah. Death is a reality. It's you, you, you're only, you're living to die. You know what I'm saying? It's a cycle. It's an inevitable cycle. And um, yeah, that's something I definitely had to come to grips with as well. Cause you always try to think beyond your own physical existence and what death would feel like, but your human brain wouldn't be able to understand the concept of what death is you know what i'm saying just just based of how we're we're indoctrinated and trained um anything else anything else with 2020 i don't know this can't be you know what i'm saying where else we going with this
2: kobe died. we could talk about that i mean i know you brought that up before but we didn't get into the death of the legend and how that literally stopped the world for about two to three days or even a week
1: sorry who stopped whose world Sorry, but that shit didn't stop my word at all. Here here goes Joe, the pessimist. I was not, like I said, I was not, I'm not a big sports guy. So when he died, I was like, oh shit, man, his daughter too? That's crazy. But I'm not like a big type of dude to be like, yeah, man, Kobe was a legend. I didn't know what the hell Kobe did. I knew the history of Kobe, you know, one of the top ones in the NBA at the time. Motherfucker, you know, you know, number nine turned to the, like, number 24. And uh, had an afro, then chopped the shit off. That's all I knew about Kobe. Sweetie, there's nothing else I knew about Kobe other than that. Nigga. Number nine? Joe, it's number eight, Joe. Doesn't matter to me because I didn't know the man like that, bro. I did not grow up watching Kobe, did not grow up watching basketball. My family is a track and field family. We watch track and field. We, uh, you know, when motherfuckers hop on at 100, that's what we know. Motherfuckers, do the. We don't even watch pole vaulting. We're not. We're not even that type of track and field. We don't watch pole vaulting. We. we watch Jamaican track and field, so I could tell. Just I- track, no field. That's all it is. Just track, no field. Um Swimming sometimes, yeah, but I was never one of those motherfuckers. Was like, yeah, man, just swim. Nope, <laughs> barely. And you ain't like Michael Phelps. Uh, <laughs> motherfucker got like a what and uh, like a seven and a half foot wingspan. And he's like six-something, bro. That man's fucking beast in the water when he was swimming. But honestly, bro, I was not a big, big, big fan of, like, Kobe and shit like that. Like, um, Kobe's, Kobe's death, it shook more people in L.A. than it shook people in, than it shook anyone I knew. Like, it really was, like, maybe 10 people I knew who actually really felt some type of way because... They said, I mean, I got a homie who said, like, you know, he uh, he cried when he found out because uh, the very first basketball game he went to, it was like L.A. versus the Heat. And, you know, he was there and he he watched this shit. But other than that, I didn't really uh, pay much attention to this shit. And, I, I, and some of the artwork after his death, yeah, I really fought with some of the artwork because I was uh, seeing some shit, seeing, like, a lot of artwork for number 24 and you know his daughter came up right after that shit like motherfuckers really hit the scene for that shit but i mean but i want to steer away from death because of the fact that i keep myself busy so i don't have to think about that shit bro you know if i sit in my house thinking about death all day i'm gonna be scared off my goddamn mind yeah you turn to like a psychopath almost so real
0: quick i'll briefly speak to because she brought up the whole kobe bryant thing i remember the day my friend called me um yeah, that was, that was, I found it that because I am such a big basketball fan and grow up, I grew up watching, you know, Kobe, at least, you know, from, from 06 on, because I used to, yeah, I remember when he, you know, like you said, your friend went to that heat game. I remember watching that heat game in 06 um, on TV because Dwayne Wade was my, my, my first favorite basketball player, obviously being from South Florida and everything. That was like the guy for me growing up. Um, and yeah man it was just i never would have imagined the way kobe went out like in an airplane crash i never would have imagined that would have been the way he went it's just more so yeah like death we understand death is a real but just the way he went out like it's like man and his daughter like in a hell in a helicopter crash that was probably the more devastating part about it
2: i was most most definitely because when kobe died my my because mind you like i'm not a sports person either i I used to play basketball. I think it's an entertaining sport, but I don't engage in it as heavy as a lot of people are. But we can't deny the impact that it hit for especially LA, at least, and definitely this country. But when he died, bro, my heart dropped to my toes. And then I was reading up on the story, like what happened, helicopter crash. And then to find out his daughter died too, Kobe's one person. He got to live his life. But Gianna was thirteen, I believe. Like, that's that's awful. That yeah, was and devastating.
0: And yeah, and other people did die in that crash as well, which is unfortunate. So you know, it's like, man.
1: Yeah. So, uh, I ain't gonna talk more about this Kobe shit because they didn't know the man. We gotta get
2: into we gotta get into pop smoke, man. It okay? Uh, I will. I'll say this. I do acknowledge the um the other people on that helicopter that you know that died too. every death whether we know who died or not whether we know them like everybody dies every second like somebody dies every three seconds so like that's always tragic um but we just knew about Kobe the most he was the headline Gianna his daughter that's awful and you know but my my hearts and my heart and my prayers are with everybody who who died in the helicopter crash. Anybody who has to die that way on an aerial like craft crash that is horrific.
0: Yeah, it, it really is, man. And like you know, when see and obviously, like I said, like when it comes to this human psychology, when like when like I said, when somebody has you know made such a great impact on millions of people across the world, yeah, we're gonna feel it, and like. Obviously, you could have your um, perspective on how you look at news media, but man, CN, that day that came out, MSN, CNN, ABC, like every, every news station across the world was literally covering that death that day. So it kind of just made it an even more sort of thing when it's, when it's microscoped in that fashion. Um, yeah, like I said, I won't, I won't go on too much about the specific, but yeah, it was definitely a devastating day for sure and then obviously we dealt with even more death came um with the pop smoke situation for sure um that was another devastating situation that happened and obviously we discussed the um the violence that has been taking
1: uh the pop smoke wasn't violence the but the thing about pop smoke's death it was a different type of death you feel me like it wasn't like this nigga had beef and somebody was really trying to get his ass it was it was a classic home invasion that went sour. That's all it was. There was no beef with Pot smoke. They It was a classic home invasion that went sour. You know, he posted up some shit he got. Motherfuckers saw it, the bitches was like, oh, let's go get his ass. Let's go get his shit. They, they even said, yo, they went in there just to steal the shit. They didn't even go in there to kill a man. Then it, the man. And then the man, boom. It was a violence, like it was a gang, remember, related thing. But the report did come out that the intruders did not take anything out of the house because they they couldn't take any shit bro let's like look they already accidentally killed the man you want him they they you want them to steal the nigga belts too fuck no they niggas went sad bro it's like shit i didn't mean to kill a man i just went to maybe pistol at this nigga probably steal his shit and just move and just just head out Look, once again, there was very conflicting details that came out about that specific story. But a lot of oh, this is this is they they pled guilty because they said yo, that's what happened. They pled guilty and they said that shit. That's that's a true event. Home invasion went wrong. It wasn't a beef thing. But they did not take
0: anything out of the house, so we can you could say that, but nothing was taken out.
1: They've uh, it was they're going to be. In home invasion, that's the whole thing. Was we're going to go to this man's place, this Airbnb, this rentee, steal the shit. We got our guns so we can protect ourselves and try to rob the shit, and then just head up. They went there. They was like, "Yo!" They went in there, try to go rob some shit. Motherfucker shot the man. You know, boom, nigga went down. They was like, "Shit, we shot, pop smoke, we shot, shot, pop smoke." Then they dipped out of there. They're not going to steal the man' belts too. Like, yo you already killed the man. There's not much like you already in a, a different level of shock, bro. Like, you're not gonna be like, oh man, let me uh, let me uh, just not, just run away. Let me just take this nigga belts and bags and and chain off this man neck. Let me leave all my fingerprints on this nigga real quick. Nah. Like like I said,
0: uh, you're you're putting yourself in their shoes. You weren't there. None of us were there. So once
1: again, this is all speculation. Jo- it- speculation because a speculation is if I didn't see or read this is word for mouth this is what they said this is how it they said went down this is how it actually went down because this is how if you if you if you want to look it up this is what they did and that's not a speculation the speculation is oh well the whole King Vaughn shit like oh the police shot him the other gang shot him now nah, that's a speculation before they even said oh well here's the evidence that was a speculation. That shit is evidence that was proven and they've been convicted saying, yo, they did that shit and this is how it was supposed to go down. Not this way. A speculation is if they were saying, this is, we don't know how it's supposed to went down, but they said this is how it's supposed to went down. You
0: that, said so that was a court testimony you read from those intruders.
1: That's, that when they tested that's not even a court testimony. They When they did the interview, when they did this shit, they said that's how it was. When they played guilty, that's what they did.
0: Okay. I don't know what source you're reading from. Maybe you could source me after we, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. You could source me and, um and put me onto that source later. But when it comes to even stuff like that, that's another thing this year when it comes to the spreading of information on social media, that was another big thing this year. Like, Everything is not concrete as you're making it seem just because we seen on the internet. That's another thing I had to realize, not even just speaking to this situation we were just discussing, but when it comes to just general information, it's a lot of informa- misinformation that's been spread this through this year and going into 2021, that is something we're gonna have to put more of an emphasis on is putting out truthful information. I'm all, you know, be clear, I'm for information period because, you know, a thought can spark a thought and we're all you know speaking from our own perspectives and things like that but when it comes to just things of importance and when it you know individuals lives are at stake it's just best i feel like not to spread certain information when it comes to various situations so that's another thing that i've observed this year as well
1: that's that's all you have to say there's not there's not more like you know you there Uh, should be some more because there's not that's not the only thing that happened this year that's not the end of the year there was like what the king vaughn situation there was the uh you know uh what's his name what's the dude from friday who died um i just call him debo but he has his name i want to find his.
2: another person died in 2020 it was granddad i forgot his name yeah john Uh, witherspoon
1: i mean you know both of them died from the movie um what else? Dave Ch- oh no, Dave Chappelle came by 2018. He really started hitting the scene then. Um, yeah, don't speak Dave Chappelle's name associated with this conversation, please. We need Dave, Dave Ch- Chappelle. I mean, you—you you gotta remember Dave Chappelle. You know, he was like, "Yo, uh, the whole Dave Chappelle show shit happened." The uh, Kevin Hart shit happened with uh, what was it? I think it was late last year. That man got into an accident already this year. This man got into. The whole tragic car accident. Now, that was late last year. And then you know him recovering and doing movies and um, the shit that happened in Broward County. Or, you know, one of my old managers, his uh, his ex wife was you know struck a hit and run accident. Um, this- didn't the ni- did, didn't the nigga uh, still
0: what what when that nigga stole the UPS truck and Miramar Parkway had to shut down. I know we're talking Whoa.
2: about my- that. That happened too. On a national level, y'all might not know what that, what happened, but that happened right down the street from my house. Like if I was there, I very well could have died.
0: Yeah. We are talking about some local shit right now, but for the listeners, majority of our listeners are, you know, located in South Florida, but I'm like that, that, that happened this year though. Or am I bugging? Okay. Okay. That happened this this year. Okay. So yeah, that was, that was crazy. Um, man, damn, just, let's start talking about some of the other positive things, if we can, just to probably
1: wrap it up that it, probably,
0: yeah.
1: I that, but there was so much other shit that happened that was pretty positive. I mean, um, a lot of people found themselves and a lot of creatives found, finally found the time to put out more creativity. We had a lot of different... Artists come out and doing some shit. We had a lot of people come out and doing some shit. You know, it's crazy. This is not even gossip, but this is true statement, though, bro. Like, this is kind of wild and off off topic, but that that shorty be Simone bro. Like, I was that shit was like her shit is super funny, bro. Like, like I have no idea. Like, honestly, bro. Like, it's one thing to hear gossip and shit like that, but it's another thing to see it for yourself and and like. I really think that she was one of those people that's like, I'm pretty dumb, but I'm good at what I'm doing. And I have a team that can help me build more because this is this is crazy, but like the whole book shit that, she, that, that happened and her and the book and how basically she just pulled off a, a, a bunch of shit off of Pinterest and put it in a book and sold a book and a bunch of motherfuckers bought the book and people were complaining that the book was broken down and shit like that. And... I remember the other day I'm on Twitter I'm just chilling minding my own business probably looking for inspiration or some shit and I see like her some some dude some millionaire basically the millionaire was saying how we are going to do if we're both millionaires we both got money why don't we just you know start off the year right and pay off people's uh rent pay you know pay people rent off you know because they can't they can't do it this year. And Shorty said, why don't we meet in person and and we can talk. And so we can get away from this online thing. So we can be, well, you can get to know me better. Like that had nothing to do with this shit, bro. But I was like, yo, why the fuck did she like talk about meeting in person to talk about some shit when he obviously was saying, yo, fuck everything else. If you got a problem, let's pay people's rent. And Shorty was like, let me just diverge the situation. Let me talk about some wholly different shit. You can't come from online. I was like, bro, is she one of those people that just has big titties and just can say shit? Oh, my goodness. Yo, look, I'll say
0: that a lot of niggas got exposed this year, man. A lot of true colors came out. That's what I'll say. That's one thing we can say. A lot of niggas, true colors came out. You niggas on social media, you clout-chasing ass niggas. Not, you know, when I say niggas, be clear, it's not (laughs) gender-specific. So,
1: bro... That was a
0: thing. Let's talk.
2: Let's be specific, then. Who who are these so-called niggas that got exposed? Not being gender specific.
1: Niggas is a pronoun now. We use niggas to identify any anything. Like it's been a known thing for a while now. People want to they didn't want to admit it, but this is, this is Joe, and this this is cozy right now. And I'm gonna tell y'all boys the truth. It is acceptable for the word niggas, n i g g a s, or well, not n i g g a z. The Z makes it racist, but N-I-G-G-A-S, that is acceptable for all races as a pronoun because it's not like we can stop you on some shit, but if you start saying Negroes or niggers, then that's a whole different statement right there. That's like saying, um, You know, a hot dog versus a glizzy, you know, hot dog is a hot dog. But once you say glizzy it just automatically changes the whole perspective of it. So niggers is okay. Niggers and Negroes. Not acceptable. I'm not cosigning none of that bullshit he just said. So let me make myself clear. Um he no. it it's true. He doesn't want to co-sign it because he just doesn't want to admit if five big big ass white men came to this man's house and said, Niggas, Damari has nothing to do but says okay and shut shuts his door. No, I just don't acknowledge them and they
0: better get the fuck off of my door. <laughs> the fuck? Police officers to come
1: and tell him to leave. Do they have a search warrant? For what? Why the why are they, why does the police need a search warrant if you are saying they need to get off your property? You own no firearm. If some big white men came to your house, it's not like you can just just start piecing them up like you Zion or some shit. You you know, you just gonna have to take the L and just say, Yo, they called me niggas, and that's what it is. They came to my door just to call me a nigger? If they said nigger, let's let's go play hoops and you say nah, not right now, you're not offended. But if they came to your house and said, nigger, come out, that's a whole different word right there, you feel me? Those are two different words. I don't
0: want to hoop with no anyway, so I wouldn't even open my door. The
1: fuck? Niggas is a pronoun. Niggas is now a pronoun because you can you can say white niggas, black niggas, Asian niggas, um, bitch niggas. You know, bitch niggas is an insult, but, uh, You say female niggas, you know, female white niggas. I've heard plenty of people say niggas and they say something in front of it. Like, yo, you see those white niggas over there? Fuck you had to add niggas for it. You could have said white folks or white people, but they added niggas because niggas is now a pronoun. Nigga, fuck all that shit, nigga. We getting
0: powers on the 21st. That's another. So to to end 2020,
2: black people is getting powers. Let's talk about that. I don't believe that. That's happening tomorrow at the time of the, re- recording this podcast. You tell me if you can see niggas flying or not. Flying niggas.
0: Alright, so it sounds like Vinay's not getting any powers.
1: What about you, Joe? Honestly, bro, i seen the original tweet where that came from and um, I mean we had Lee Chapa talk about the shit. I, I looked up my own shit on it. Winter Solstice. I was even listening to an NPR thing about you know, niggas in Iran. Iranian niggas. See, niggas is a pronoun. Um, Iranian niggas have a day where they spend all night eating food laughing and spending time with each other so they can ward off like or bring in some good good energy into the house and bring some good energy into themselves and shit like that into the winter sources Iranian niggas and I think Paki niggas Pakistani niggas the
0: way you said Paki niggas Pakistan, yo anyway that was I mean it was just interesting and funny to see like Oh, uh, just the fact that this became such a trend and everything. Um, and obviously it has some astrological effects. I believe with planets conjuncting, I believe that's the term. Um, I'm not a deep study of a. Uh, I'm not a deep uh, studier of astrology, but they said that I, I've seen that out there. Um, I just thought this shit was funny and you know, that was it.
2: So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, it's so interesting because There were also a group of people talking about what could possibly happen on December 21st, and it wasn't a good connotation. Originally, I saw people talking about the New World Order, and not to get into conspiracy theories and things, but people were talking about how the government is looking to merge into one whole society, and there was something on the back end that was going to happen December 21st that would change the course of history to come. And I also don't believe that. We can't sit up in front like society ain't changing, but for it to be this big thing, I would hope with my positive outlook that it's not some sort of catastrophic event. But with that being said, I wanna know like, we done looking at the past, I feel like, what can we look forward to in the future on a personal level and just, you know, in general? What do you guys think?
1: I feel like um, Damari is going to, you know, marry all eight hundred of his bitches. Uh, no side chicks anymore for Damari. Um, oh boy, this 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 podcast is going to kind of bloom a little bit. Why everyone, what we're doing is going to bloom. Damari is going to be uh, an AR for R for Interscope Records. He's going to meet Kendrick Lamar. He's going to shake Kendrick Lamar's hand. Speak it, please. He's going to shake Kendrick Lamar's hand, Kendrick Lamar's going to look at him and say brother and then Damari's whole body is just gonna elevate to a a, uh, a different level like
0: yeah I'm gonna get Kendrick's gonna give me superpowers. If I shake Kendrick's hand I'm gonna get superpowers. That's a fact.
1: <laughs> yeah so <laughs> Damari's gonna meet Kendrick Lamar. Vinay, Vinay is going to uh meet Megan the stallion and then she's gonna get twerked on by uh sweetie too and um it's gonna be a whole different world like these people will never be the same Vinay's going to grow six inches. Damari's going to grow 12 inches. Damari's going to get drafted into the NBA. Um, he's going to be better than any basketball player ever. He's, they're going to call this – they're going to nickname him the new – like, they're going to combine all the good basketball players ever in the world and just give it to him. They're going to take every letter. Oh, like, Jam. Like, it's just going to sound like – it's just going to sound like that, but, like, you know who it is. Like, he's going to have – a card that comes out next year. And it's like, it's made out of gold. It's a golden basketball card that is gonna have. Um, So that's just literally just like Space Jam. This is literally just Space Jam It's gonna happen in real life. Um, Personally, I am going to take pictures of famous people and charge them $20 to do it. I'm also gonna start doing caricatures in which I uh, draw pictures of donkeys on top of people. And um, my garden is growing, Um, my lettuce started to sprout. By this time, when this podcast come out, you should already see uh, more videos on Cozy's garden, about some of my plants and shit like that. Uh, In the future, I'm going to be married uh, with uh, 12 kids. They're all going to be named Josiah Jr. The second, the third, even if they're women, they're going to be named Josiah Junior Jr. (laughs)
2: <laughs> man,
1: The f- is going, look, man,
0: look. All right, so it sounds like that's all we have for the year 2020. I'll just say this, I'll say this. Expect a lot from us coming in 2021. I know 2020 be has been a lot. We've covered a lot of ground here. Um Yeah, man, just expect a lot from us in 2021. Expect a lot of yourself. Set expectations, set intentions. And continue to progress, man. Um, and with that being said, Nezi Momodou, throw it back. And yeah. First off, let me
3: show you what the truth is. Mike on, I'ma leave it where the booth is. Grown folks speak so you not to talk back. I know some red goons that'll blow your top back High profile, living worthwhile for me See my old's never snitch to the fire for me I send my enemies a double shot at Hennessy And tell them that I hope they keepin' in the energy Hood girls want you to throw that ass back Cause you know that ass fat When you walkin' with your heels on They already know the deal, um. Uh. They already know the deal with you. Let them know that you ain't checking for no broke, nigga Cause you always got a bill with you Let him know we got ass before you touch that Cause you always keep the ill with you When you see the lights low And you throw your ass back And you laughing to yourself Cause you know that ass fat And you asking for another shot of cup. Cause tonight we ain't worried about a nigga Yeah, you about to make the whole club trip tonight And they
0: the second joint we played, throw it back by Nezi Momodu. Um, real dope, like I said, out of Houston, Texas. Got a flow, you know, got a nice cadence tour. And uh, we're about to get into this next topic. What have we been listening to this year of 2020?
1: Wait, Demar, I got a question. This is this is a real shit, you feel me? How the fuck do you spell her name? That shit sounds so hard to spell. Joe, why is it important for me to spell her name now? I'm trying to transition to the next topic, bro.
2: Because if people want to look her up on IG on socials, they gotta know how to spell her name. I mean, it is kind of difficult.
1: That shit is not like a little little train. Like little train sound like an easy ass name to spell, but but I'm gonna
0: link all her music. I link everyone's music, but you what... still say it, bro. Just spell the
2: name, bro. Nah, fuck it. Let's go. Moving on what music have we been listening to all right y'all boys so i'm gonna tell you this i have three top three albums of the year so i got three top three albums of the year right and i'm gonna just go through mine
1: i have a question Vene. Mm-hmm. are all these albums from this year just like a different yeah album, different year
2: because with damari's topic i'm pretty sure we're talking about our you know our biggest song singles whether that be eps mixtapes or albums of 2020 because uh, we just got done talking about some negative stuff. But now I want to slip in and do the positive.
1: I told y'all about a bunch of positives. I'm talking about Damari growing 12 feet, 12 inches, you know, dapping up Kendrick Lamar, bro. I don't know about y'all, but I'm very positive. HIV positive, in fact. All
0: right, let's keep it on the music, please. Please, let's just keep it. Let's just do the music, please.
2: I think, you know, It Is What It Is by Thundercat is a, an amazing masterpiece for sure um then i got dark lane demo takes by drake that one it really kept me on a vibe for a long time this year it actually um got me into the habit of like listening to songs super slowed down not his best drake album but of this year that's a that's a hard one for me and then last you know i gotta show love to the black women in the industry that do you know hip-hop uh industry games by chica really really dope project um but that would be my top three. So what y'all got on the board?
1: All right, you want to go first, Joe? No, because I was going to say Demar got like a whole catalog, like a whole booklet of, of albums and projects this man wanted to say. But I just want to let the let the listeners know that that this man Demar got like at least 16 different projects from last night that he picked, plus the other projects that he already chose since this man thought about this. You know what I'm saying? This man got hella projects.
0: Well, I don't call myself a music enthusiast for a reason. I listen to a lot of music. So now I'm going to preference this. This is my list, M-Y, my list. And what I filter through my list is what I personally listened to this year and also some things that I felt that had slight cultural impact. So now, because I listen to a lot of music, I'm not going to Spend time depicting and dissecting every one of these albums. I'm just going to name them and name the list. Now, I'm going to get my best R&B, R&B album slash EPs out the way. I have Static by Brandon Banks, Jaguar by Victoria Monet, Familiar Stranger by Aria Blue, Beautiful Mistakes by Riley Lanes, Kiki by Keanu Leide, and two honorable mentions that just didn't make the top five was the album by Tiana Taylor, B7 by Brandy. Now what y'all probably came here for is the hip hop list. Now this year was tight. Now I do have honorable mentions for the hip hop list and I have my five in order and I'll name those in order. It goes as follows. Honorable mentions, My Turn, Deluxe by Lil Baby. Pray for Love Deluxe by Rod Wave, Time Served by Moneybag Yo, and Meet the Woo 2 by Pop Smoke. Those did not make my top five for the listeners. So now, at number five for the best hip hop albums this year, I had Polo G, the goat, at number five, V Tape by Vic Mensa at number four, Price of Tea in China by Boldy James at number three. From King to a God by Conway the Machine at number two. And obviously, if you've been following me throughout social media, you've seen I've posted this nigga's music on my page a lot. At number one, I have Burden of Proof by Benny the Butcher.
1: That's where my list stops. So there you go. I wanna be known that Demar doesn't mean to sound like he fucking hates you because every time I listen to this man talking, I feel like he fucking hates me because I don't listen to the music that he listens to. Because I do. Because I just want the listeners to know that Damari just talks like that. He does not hate you. He does not mean that you're a child because this man be saying like, man, it's not yours, but it is mine, man. But I don't really give a fuck how you feel. That That's how Damari presents the way he be talking. But I don't though. Hey, but if you ever listen to yourself, you're gonna be like, yeah, but I do say like shit like that. But. When it comes down to it, y'all boys know the list of Joe is, is uh, it's a Joe-sicle, it's a, it's a cozy Uh because it's uh, sharp at the end, but it's very large at the top, makes no sense, but you're going to figure it out next year. But um, my list, before I start asking these motherfuckers some questions about their lists and why they listen to these shits, I'm going to give y'all boys my list, so it's no particular order because if it was, we would all know that 2019 was my year because uh, Baby King dropped his, his album last year, but that's not this year, that's last year. So let's keep it this year. So we got Young Nudie, you know, Young Nudie, <laughs> you know, Young Nudie, anyways. <laughs> you ain't had no clue, you ain't had no clue, Young Nudies. We had uh, Pregame Rituals by 2K Baby. This was honestly, um, this is one of the albums I can say I would listen to for the rest of my life. This was a project that I could say was was not about, about anything other than just inspiration, keeping it real and inspiring to keep going, keep doing. You know, where you are from does not define who you are. Where you're going defines who you are. You know what I'm saying? That that's what this pre-game rituals by 2K Baby said. That's all it said to me. I don't really give a fuck. Then we got my fault, bro. I fucking I had all this shit written down on my whiteboard. And my whiteboard wiped away because it's a whiteboard so now i have to grab up my list sorry i was listening to lady gaga earlier so my shit kind of fucked up it only shows lady gaga right now i know it's crazy why the fuck does this nigga listen to lady gaga because lady gaga ruled the early 2000s fuck what you gotta say you mean 2010 (laughs) nah the early 2000s like 05 to like 2010 yeah that's when lady gaga ruled that's not early 2000s but go ahead give us your list please i mean shit late 2000s is 2089 that's the late 2000s <laughs> so we got hackers of the world unites by danger incorporated if y'all ever little me if y'all ever listen to me danger incorporated is one of my top 10 not number 10 because simple fact that they just hit bro danger incorporated hit bro. probably niggas need to tap in on some danger incorporated you know what i'm saying that shit hit, bro. You know what I'm saying? It hit, bro. I'm gonna keep saying it because it hit, bro. Um, let me also pull up that Kyle dropped the tie. The, the Kyle tape this year was absolutely magnificent. See you when I'm famous. Absolutely amazing, bro. Like all these tapes I listened to was nothing but inspiration to me for me to keep going, even if I'm not even trying to be famous, but it's inspiration. You know, he talks about just, you know, doing what it is. He even dropped a song. I don't think y'all boys remember it, but the song goes like. It's a a way that uh, J. Cole did his shit on. uh, What's that one J. Cole song he lost his virginity on? I never did this before, no. Wet
2: dreams. Yeah.
1: Wet dreams? Yeah. So he did some shit like that, but it felt more better because he was like, (laughs) more better. It felt a lot. It sounded a little easier because it wasn't so like like it was so like j cole made it seem so like oh man this is how it seems so nice and pleasant but that nigga said bro you know google map her house pull up to her you know try to get them cheeks bro you know don't and he was like bro just don't force it but you know try at least j cole made it seem like oh i'm a sexy ass nigga and bitches gonna hop on my dick nope it's not how it works for niggas like us in this world ain't that right damari g unit please is that the end of your list no, that was only like what three, four songs. I got one more. Oh, and uh fix tape by PopCon. You know, real, 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 real Yadman. You know what I'm saying? Big Montings. PopCon has really been blowing up internationally because, you know, his works with uh party next Door, Drake, and I believe some English artists that he's been working with. And, you know, he's really been one of those Jamaican reggae artists that I could say that is doing him. But he's not staying local. He's not staying just in Jamaica. A lot of these people just stay with that Jamaican vibe. But Popcon has really been blowing up and branching out and tapping into so many other things. And I could say he's been touching Canada. He's been touching the United States. He's been touching England. He, you know, if he, he's touching England, then you know he's touching Africa in some ways. You know, he's touching uh, the Middle East in some ways, and he's touching China in some ways. He's even touching Japan in some ways. Cause I seen a reggae festival that's playing pure pop- Popcon. So that shit, that shit was crazy.
0: That's yeah, I was, I was playing that twist and turn song with him and Drake the other night. That's I, I fuck with that album,
1: too. like that one. Not saying. But I would say, Vene, when you chose your list, did any of these projects, what, they, did they really hit because of the time period they were in? Like, you know, you was going through something or you was feeling some type of way. and You know, explain that to us, bro. Let's, let's feel what you was feeling when you was listening to these tapes, because that's all what people really care about.
2: Yeah, with um, Drake's, I guess you could call it mixtape. It wasn't really an album. I was definitely in a in a sad vibe of, oh, you know, feeling sorry for myself, you could say. And just listening to his chill vibes and stuff, it really uh, picked me up, put me in a place I needed to be back in. Um, and I just have to say, I have such a connection to Drake, because he's been able to do that a couple of times with the Take Care album. And definitely nothing was the same because during that time, 2013 period, I was definitely going through a depression spout. Um, yeah, he has a habit of doing that for me, listening to his music. <sighs> Chicago Freestyle is um, heavenly. Like that is my favorite song off the off the tape. Um, and then that's one thing, but then with It Is What It Is, it's more of a kind of, Uh, abstract kind of thing that Thundercat does first of all the dude is a genius a musical genius super talented he's trappy but he's like a a, a, like a musical engineer type like it it all meant something once again talking about death that album even though that's not necessarily what, what it was about at the end of it he was just basically saying it is what it is And you could say that and chop it up and say that with anything, with love, a failed relationship, uh, a lost friendship. um, You lost your job. It is what it is at the end of the day. Like you can't change it. All you can do is control yourself. So that's why I liked his album. And of course, you know, I F with um, Zach Fox. Like I really like him as a person and that's how I learned about Thundercat anyway. And then Chica you know, Industry Games, it's just dope. I I saw her on Tiny Desk. She did a Tiny Desk performance and hearing her perform Industry Games and Balenciaga's live, it was just like magical. So I definitely had to cop the album and just listening to it, it's like females in hip hop are really, I don't care what anybody says, females in hip hop are really dominating. And I don't wanna, you know, the females who do music to get discouraged, thinking you have to show skin to be somewhere, Uh, things are changing and let's not get caught up in beef, like, I feel like we're all so talented, and seeing somebody with the body figure, such as um, Chica, be Grammy-nominated, even though we don't need that to define us, as we talked about in the last episode, but be Grammy-nominated, make it on the XL. it's possible, I don't give a fuck what you look like, your, your music, it'll speak for itself, so that's where I'm at with it.
1: Let me repose the question for our listeners out there from my dog, Damari, um, uh, Damari who, uh, who lives in Broward County, Florida, you know, black man who uh, has an Afro and a beard and uh, occasionally drives a car that's kind of uh, more of the darkest colors. I'm not gonna tell you which color, but- all right, it, all right, slow down, Vlad. Vlad doesn't do shit like that, bro. I hate when motherfuckers do that shit, bro. go that shit today. Go on with your question. Nigga, who you talking to like that? I'll beat your black ass, bro. I'll come to your house and eat your cereal in front of your face. Stop fucking with me, bro. I'll eat your cereal, bro. Watch.
2: Come bro, we, we not trying to rush the podcast. We got to, you know, we got to take it slow.
1: Only been like an hour, bro. This man's already bitching. And most of the time was just the computer tripping. Oh, I rhyme. Y'all didn't think I could do that, huh? i <laughs> hating ass. But, uh when benny the butcher album came out you was one of the first motherfuckers i seen who was like yo benny butcher like, out you know, why did you feel like you connected with benny the butcher's album the most because you've been talking about that shit since like when they first was like okay it's like a, a pre pre-download and then when it finally dropped you kept telling you know you talked about it a couple times so why did you connect with so much with benny the butcher's burner proof his his um album specifically
0: now be clear if you listen to um benny the butcher's music it's obviously a lot of drug stories and i'm not a drug dealer i'm not a hustler in that sort of fashion i'm just a hustler just in in terms of life and just you know a go get it type of nigga. but to answer your question specifically bro like the thing that i love about this album and just honestly hip-hop in general the way niggas are able to tell the story so even just throughout this album honestly like if i'm to even go to like i'm gonna I'm be like i'm not gonna try to going too long but even if i'm going to go like the first track right um the burden of proof the intro the energy of this a Hit boy produced album like it was just the energy of it it was like i've arrived i feel like because i've I've been listening to him since 2018 and i feel like with this album he kind of was able to capture a sound with Hit boy but still be able to tell his story in the way he tells it and it was just honestly like the theme of it rising from the ashes bro you know like motivation like that's that's really and honestly the the albums on the rest of my list a lot of those share that same theme like even with the goat by polo g obviously you know the martin and gina record that's more like commercial you know he's you know playing into like a sitcom but just a lot of records on on even the uh on the polo g album it's like a lot of you know trauma a lot of trials and tribulations even the track trials and tribulations that's on the album just a lot of going through you know tough situations and making it through and being on the other end of those things same thing with the v tape by vic mensa um you know he was briefly talking about that album on just he had one bar on there he was like neither black nor white i think i'm translucent and i found that shit to be so hard you know what i'm saying so it's just a lot of people telling their, their personal stories and just, you know, being real creative with it. Um, Price to Tea in China by Boldy James. I just like the way that nigga rap, to be honest. Like, he's telling stories and, you know, um, depicting his life as well through lyrics, but I just like the way that nigga rapped. Uh Conway from King to a God, sort of the same thing, starting at one place and progressing to another place. Um... My, my turn by Lil Baby being in the honorable mentions, I just think Baby has just been killing this entire year. Like, I don't even need to go. Everybody knows what Lil Baby has been doing this year. Um, Pray for love for Rod Wave. I wasn't a Rod, a big on Rod Wave last year when like his, that project came out last year, but he got me with this one this year. He was able to capture such a great melodic sound. And the nigga coming out of Florida, bro, he got it for me right now, um, as far as niggas out of here um time served by moneybag yo this is just this just bumps in the whip to be honest this is an album that just bumps in the whip like it just sounds so good in your car speakers uh meet the woo 2 by pop smoke obviously with his untimely demise it was just you know he wasn't able to really see the the impact he really had on hip-hop for real you know when that um shooting for the stars album came but i had meet the woo 2 on here because i really went back listened to a lot of these tracks like mannequin and um What's the other track on here? The one with Lil TJ. He had the one with Fabio on here. So I just was going back to that stuff a lot. Um, and I had, I had top hip hop singles. So I'll just name them briefly. I had, emo- to me, Emotionally Scarred is the best hip hop song that has come out this year by Lil Baby. Um, I had Letters from Houston by Rod Wave, Trials and Tribulations by Polo G. Vinay brought up the Drake album, the dark lane demon tapes. I didn't have it on my list because I didn't consider it an album. It was just a lot of those stuff had leaked before, but I had deep pockets by Drake on my hip hop singles list and I had Christopher Walken by pop smoke. Um, yeah. And as far as the R and B, um, static by Brandon banks. These are very, uh, alternative R and B sounds, um, not a lot of people know about him, but I just really like his voice. Butterfly is my favorite track off of that album. Static by Brandon Banks. Uh, Jaguar by Victoria Monet um, was just really dope. I just feel like she was able to capture like a really upbeat r and sound, very up-tempo. Um, familiar by Aria Blue. She just reminds me so much of Lauren Hill. I just love her voice. Uh, Beautiful Mistakes by Riley Lanes. Um, I really like. I just listened a lot of this stuff. I just really have just been listening to a lot, honestly. Just to be honest, it's not really long thing pieces. But, to.
1: No, but like the question is, when it's your top number one top, it has to have some sort of emotion that it conjures up and makes you feel some type of way. That's how music does. You know, when you listen to music, if it's if it makes you feel any type of way, that's how it becomes your top one. So you know, like Vanelle was saying, she was going through some times, and you know Drake was really the one that she was fucking with, and she heard it and was like, "Yo, these shits kind of res- it doesn't perf- perfectly resonates. Probably the story doesn't mean shit to her, but at the same time, it's like what he's saying, how he's saying it, and how the music is going really resonates with her. So I can get the Benny the Butcher shit, you know, you know the the get to the money attitude and trying to get to how much money you can get, shit like that, and but. With the R&B, you haven't told us really about how you res- how those resonate with you. Especially it's R&B first. So how does those R&B really resonate with you emotionally? Usually, because
0: like I said, I do delivery work, so I'm in my car pretty much majority of the day just listening to music. Um, I mean, man, it's just because I listen to so much music. Like it's just hard to kind of like. There's just very those very few projects that I really sat with and have an emotional attachment to. Probably Familiar Stranger, probably for me, because she just, Aria Blue was just able to capture just such a a, a good sound on here. Um, Letter from Houston by Rod Wave and Trials and Tribulations by Polo G, specifically. Like, I was going through some, like, like some things. Like, you know, like, when you're just not at a, 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 a an, on an emotional high, you're on an emotional low, sort of. And, like, a lot of them records was just, like, really hitting. I can't even really, like... I don't know, sometimes with music it's like, you can say a lot, but it's like, words can't really like describe the feeling, if that's what I'm saying. Like I'm trying, I'm trying the best way to articulate the feeling, but it's just a feeling with these albums. I'm trying my best to describe them, but it's just like music, it carries a feeling. Words sometimes
1: can't describe it, you feel me? For our listeners out there, this is Music based. We provide ourselves with music and creativity. And as we go along, you're going to probably see us do some shit. You're probably going to see us go to some places and do some shit. We're probably not even going to talk to you know musicians anymore. We're probably do a lot of shit. But it's a music-based podcast, and that's what we do for us. Is.
0: All right, so mutually, how did y'all feel about just the year in music in general? Just what's taking, even with no shows, you know what I'm saying? Out of the blue was kind of disrespectful,
1: you feel me? Like, I was just breathing. Oh, my fault. I thought you were my fault. It's cool, though. It's cool when I come to your crib and eat your raisin, brand. Don't say nothing to me, bro. I'm gonna just eat your raisin, brand right in front of your face, bro, and your bowls. And I ain't even gonna wash the dishes no more. I ain't even gonna wash them dishes, bro. Watch. You, will be, you will be nowhere near my residence at all. Watch. I'm gonna be, Vinay, I'm gonna send you a snap of me eating this nigga cereal, bro. And this one is gonna be like, bro, I don't even know how he got in here. Don't matter. They let me in. I'm eating your cereal, bro. Fuck with it. Oh,
2: I don't use Snapchat, so you're gonna have to, you know.
1: I'm not going to send a video to you, a live video, but you want me to send you, you want me to FaceTime you? (laughs) (laughs) Something. I don't use Snapchat, so. But to answer Damari's question, really, this year without, I mean, it's been a great year of music. I mean, y'all can hate the man or not, but uh, Tory Lanez Quarantine Radio was a big success. The verses was a big success. Um, Even this podcast is a big success because of the fact that we don't have concerts and shit like that we can take time and actually listen to some of the artists and maybe just dive, deep dive into some of the shit that they're saying. And that's how a lot of these artists getting caught up with the shits and artists are, you know getting wrapped up with the shits because of the fact that we got the time to do deep dives on our music and listen to what the fuck they sing for real, for real. But it's, it's been a great year. Uh, Cardi just just tweeted something. By the time this, this comes out, he probably just bullshitting again, but he said, don't sleep. So if a whole lot of red drops tonight, Fuck every other album I said Cardis is number one through five. That's all the answer is, but it's 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 been a great year for music because when people are just sitting at home or just working or you know just trying to do some shit, all they have is music. you know all they really can do is just listen to the music. Over and over and over again. No distraction, no nothing. Just listen to that music. And a lot of people found a bunch of artists that resonate with them. A lot of people found a bunch of artists that they used to listen to and say, I don't know. I, fuck with the no more. I found a new artist I like. You feel me? Shit. I found two Jay-Z songs I like. Which two Jay-Z songs do you like? Uh, uh, the first one is I Know by Jay-Z. That shit. I know. And I know. And I know. Yeah, that shit slides, bro. And I don't remember the next one, but it was just, it was some other one I was listening to, just a randomized Jay-Z song. I was like, yo, this shit is bumping. And I'm not a big Jay-Z fan, so that means something.
0: Speaking to the Cardi shit, for you Cardi fans that's waiting on it for the 25th, watch a whole lot of nothing come out. Sit there waiting, whole lot of red, whole lot of nothing,
1: nigga. Damari still, to this day, won't believe that Cardi won't go platinum in, like, I'll say a month. Before I say a week, but I'm like, nah, a month. This nigga platinum in a month because of the fact that This man, he could say a single tweet and the tweet alone gets like 100,000 likes in like 20, even 24 hours. So, and a bunch of people be like, yo, bro, drop this shit. It it was to a point, remember Mario Judah, nigga, Mario Judah made his own fucking whole lot of red and that shit sound pretty good. He's a good artist. Check out Mario Judah, he's he's, he's a funny guy. You know, at the end of the day, he's a real person. He, uh, He like, you know, if you've seen the videos and interviews, he's like, yo, he used to be just like everyone else and doing the dumb shit. And the fact that he has a, a platform to do dumb shit makes it even better for him. Because now he can do the dumb shit he wants. people just watching this shit. So you can't get mad. Same reason why you can't call Jack Harlow gay. The same reason why you can't say Jack Harlow, uh, Mario, to be on the bullshit. They just do their own funny shit. And that shit be funny to you, but it not be, probably not funny to someone else. I mean, yeah, whatever. I mean, but,
0: you know, music not, I mean... No shows. I mean, just music. We've had to, like, experience music in a different way. Like Joe said, you've just been locked in your crib, really listening to music. So the music that you're going to be attracted to is going to be a little bit different. Like, I feel like a lot of these, because I was in the weekend the Pop Smoke album came out. I was in Atlanta. I felt that energy. Like, the energy of when that album was out, being out and people playing it out in their cars. Like, that shit, that was... You know what I'm saying? And cause obviously Atlanta was on a different sort of type of time when it came to this whole quarantine shit. As we know, niggas was still partying, still getting to it. So it was it was all different. But that weekend that came out, that I felt the energy of that. Um and yeah, obviously, you know, we know, we know what Lil Baby did. We know what, you know, um obviously Megan the stallion, the viral that's another thing, the viral hip hop genre. That that was cemented this year with obviously the just the cementing of TikTok and all these other viral sort of records that have trend throughout this year. So, I mean, that's another way that I guess people that are probably viewing the music business had to kind of View it through different metric metrics such as TikTok and these viral dance videos. So this is this has become a new metric for how you gauge success in the in the music business now, and it's just going to be interesting moving forward in music going to twenty twenty one on forward. What other platforms are created for artists? Um, Artist independence was another conversation we had um, pertaining to music and just creators in general. Uh, with the whole Kanye universal situation. I'm interested to see how things like that pan out. Um, and yeah, man, where, where's music going to be 10 years from now? That's another, I don't know. That's a question i would pose. I don't know what y'all takes on that. That's kind of where I would take the direction is where is music going to be 10 years from
2: now? You know, there was, um, I had to do a a presentation for my music business class in college and studies showed that like, now and even after the pandemic 60 percent of those participants said they're not going to concerts even after the vaccine even after quarantine clears up they're not going to music concerts concerts of any kind and like you know you know touring and performance is like the bread and butter for a lot of artists so i'm wondering how that's gonna affect these these independents because you know artists signed by a record label by record labels they take hits but independence man it's going to be tough so to answer your question damari and if y'all could answer mine like how how artists independents are going to adapt to this new world that's being created and then i think that i think um depending on whether or not tiktok stays i think that people are going to make even catchier music even catch your music that because they want things to catch on TikTok because at this point people have identified that that's one of the fastest ways to fame and money if you play your cards right so there's that uh, I don't know how the performance scene is gonna look in ten years I'm not sure I don't know if y'all know but you know Lil Nas X is you know he's been out there performing on Roblox I don't know if it's gonna become a completely holographic performance. I don't know where that's going.
1: But, you know, Travis Scott performed on on Fortnite. So, and who else? I think another artist did it. I forgot which artist, but like those, there's different ways. And I mean, just to answer your question, Vinay, it's like uh, merch, merch. The same way we're going to drop some merch soon enough. The same way that artists going to drop merch. Because uh, that's, that's, that's how Travis Scott been doing that shit for a while. Like, you know, his merch goes crazy and uh the fact that he sells his merch with his albums and then combine that with album sales and all that shit and it's like that merch shit is really going to make artists to the next level the clothing shit's the next level drop one album and let your fucking fans fiend for more because once they keep fiending for more your streams are going to go up those streams converge to dollars your dollars is good um Make music for not just uh, the people. Make music for different things, cause uh, one of these days we're gonna need an artist to do uh, some shit for us. You know, we're gonna we're gonna need a producer. Even now, we we hit up producers to, to to create some shit for us and and do some shit for us. We even pay for the art for our logos and shit. So there's always different ways for these artists to make money. There's always merch. There's always you know signing these deals with companies and you know partnerships and. There's all these different things that they can do. I wouldn't be surprised if an artist partners with fucking Hot Wheels and creates a limited edition car on Hot Wheels and drops that shit. I wouldn't be surprised if an artist, you know, does some shit in which they were like, yo, I partner with HBO and I'm going to have a pay-per-view concert. I wouldn't be surprised for any of that shit. I wouldn't be surprised with a lot of things and I mean, I didn't know about the whole concert shit, about the 60%. I'm going to be one of those motherfuckers in the 40% who goes to concerts. Thank God you guys are not there anymore because uh, I like my space and I don't like the mosh all the time. So, I've never been in a mosh pit. It's cool for like 15 minutes, but like unless the all the music is mosh music, it's not cool for the rest of the, the whole thing. It's like you got to die down just a little bit, bro. The shows I'll be going to, because like the last, what was the last show I went to? I was supposed to see her before
2: the
0: pandemic hit. I was supposed to actually see her in Miami Gardens, uh, her and Charlie Wilson. But obviously, pandemic hit. Yeah, the shows I'll be going to for the most part be like laid back. They're not like Travis Scott type shows, Playboy Cardi, not like those type of shows. But um, generally, bro, like like what Joe said, um, you know, hip hop brands are gonna have to be sh- just music. Your brand and music is gonna be very important just as important as the music you make, you know, it's going to be important, like Joe said, to get creative as musicians. Um, Man, I mean, virtual shows, I would want, I wouldn't want to see a hologram of my favorite artist, though, because I know they did that for like Tupac and Michael Jackson, I believe. I didn't like it. I don't like how it looks. Um, But it might be something that artists might end up doing in the future. If restrictions stay as they are presently, you know what I'm saying? If, you know, as we know, all uh, the restrictions presently are set up. If it stays that way, then, yeah, it's going to be something they might have to do. Who am I looking? I would say, who am I looking for? I'm trying to think, who am I looking forward to dropping in 2021?
2: That's no. certified lover boy. I'm waiting on that.
1: Drake in January. I'm looking forward to it. Baby became sometime next year, probably. I hope to see some shit like that. Whatever Kendrick has to say. I'm curious Kendrick, to see what Kendricks has to say. Kendrick Lamar is not dropping a tape till 2022, bro. Mark my words. This nigga's not dropping some shit till 2022. Then, next thing you know, next thing you know what this going to say? He's going to say, I have three more albums, then I retire, and he won't drop them bitches until 2040 and 2055. I swear to you.
0: He might do the time capsule shit because I heard Pharrell talking. He says he wants to put his music in like a time capsule <laughs> so they could like
1: find it and he won't release it. So someone, that's what he said. I don't know if niggas will start doing that. I don't know. Wu-Tang shit, like how Wu-Tang got an album that only one person has and that one person's in fucking prison. So Wait,
0: no. are you serious? I never heard of this story.
1: This is a real story. So uh, basically the Wu-Tang Clan sold one of their albums to this guy back, uh, I think the late 2000s or the early 2000s or some late 90s shit. And uh, the guy is in prison right now and he's the only person who has the CD uh, you can listen to the Riz's podcast when he talked about that shit with Joe, Joe, um, Joe Logan. But uh, he says like yo, he's the only person who has it. No one else has it. Um, the only, the only way you can get it is through that guy. But that man's saving like, I think some long ass time. He probably won't even sell it. Cause he bought that shit for like what? 1 million or some like a large amount of money. Yeah. Damn. That's, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. But we got a lot of Wu Tang albums to pull from, so I'm not like I'm not as
0: devastated.
1: If you gonna want to listen to some new Wu Tang, bro, listen to that uh, soundtrack by um for RZA's movie, uh, what's that shit called? RZA's Cutthroat City. Listen to that shit. That shit was kind of hard. I like that shit. Uh, that movie came out this year uh, during the pandemic. I know y'all boys wasn't really catching up with the shit, cause uh, but honestly, I think the biggest, the biggest one of the largest consumers and when it comes down to entertainment is movies that are, that are, that are going to die out. Uh, they're going to either partner with streaming platforms or they're just going to die out completely because of the fact that nobody's listening. Like nobody's, nobody's going to movie theaters like that no more. Remember like Amazon, like AMC had that twenty-two twenty 20 cents uh ticket shit, And then they had that, you can buy a whole theater out for $90. And, like, nobody's watching movies like that as much as they did. And, like, that's why someone of, most of the time, they're just going to partner with these big platforms. Like, I think Disney was in the works of talking with AMC or IMAX or some shit about just buying out some of their, their theaters and then just making it into, like, the Disney theaters and shit like that. So it's going to be just like Blockbuster died out. The same way, movie theaters going to die out soon too. Drive-ins are going to start, you know, really popping up places. I've seen a lot of people make their own at-home drive-in shit, you know. But other than that, I don't really see some of these industries. The more, the biggest industry is the the media industry is going to pop off with like books and podcasts, and YouTube videos, and that's going to be making a lot of money. And that's how the um, young what's his name, young boy made a lot of his money. YouTube and and all this shit it's payouts aren't good though. The YouTube payouts are not. Prompt. I mean, if you look look at it this way, right? If you only drop your album on YouTube or you're consistently dropping your shit on YouTube, you're saying like the payouts aren't good. But there's million dollar motherfuckers on YouTube, bro. That little boy would think what third year highest paid YouTuber, thirty eight million dollars.
0: But I'm saying like, cause what? was originally set up for YouTube to like give, cause like when YouTube first started, like a lot of people used to just release people's music videos on there with no restrictions. You could just get download an artist's um, music video and post it on YouTube on, on, a, on your own account. But when Vivo stepped into p- place, it was to distribute and allocate funds to the artist's video be- being on YouTube. And that kind of fizzled out because some people recently speaking to that, J. Cole, released a lot of his videos the other day without the vivo tag so that was another interesting thing i was i'm like okay so he has like full ownership on over his online video content like vivo no longer owns that because that's what vivo was originally supposed to do for musicians when youtube first started
1: i mean i wouldn't say owns probably they probably license it was more like it because uh but there's a licensing fee yeah so they licensed it from these artists so they paid these artists some amount of money and then they dropped it and then depending on how the deal was set up i'm not sure some of the artists would get some money off of it some of it won't but a lot of these artists did blow up on youtube I mean, they blew up off of youtube nigga did what i think like uh one million views in two days off of his uh spice girl song and that payout wasn't that good but you know that once you're blowing up on YouTube and shit like that, some people are going to watch you and, you know, look at you and be like, all right, let me try to sign this nigga a deal let me try to do this, let me try to do that. So, when it comes down to music and, and shit like that, the next step is really to innovate, you know, artists, music has always innovated, you know, from, from being on, when they realized the CD, the, what was it called again, the vinyl was dying out, they, they motherfuckers said CDs is it. When CDs was dying out, the motherfuckers were the first people on MP3s. And MP3s started saying, well, fuck it. I can't, you know, streaming was, music was right there. You know, every time there's an adaptation of some shit, music always adapts to it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I could expect a lot more independent online video content. Because like what Frank Ocean did with the album, Endless album, that wasn't on YouTube and you can't find it on YouTube. So that's what I'm speaking to. Like, there's going to be a lot more of that by artists, I feel like in going 2021 moving forward like kendrick has his own media i believe kendrick has his own media company so i'm going to be interested to see how he rolls out his next album these are just some of the things i've been viewing just in the music world and entertainment at large um it's very interesting to see man very interesting all right y'all so that wraps it up pretty much for our music end of the year of music of 2020 wrap up um so we're about to get into this next record uh, by Nezzy Momodu once again from Houston, Texas. Please stream all of her music on all streaming platforms.
3: It is standing solid, and now wrapping up. Uh, <laughs> um. that's how we gonna leave them, ladies and gentlemen. Until next time. Um. You gotta walk my shoes before I try to kick it with you Even if we look the same, I see a different picture Our lives connected, but I'm walking on a different line You reminiscing, boy, we living in some different times Different state of mind, I know the hustle was your last thought I had a school year and the money was the mascot You used to smoke your life away and started selling dope Married to the man, had that thing low. Look, uh-huh. bet you didn't know she this mean. It's a quarter past two, they waiting on the 16, they all mellow. Punch lines will make them falsetto, When I'm still pulling strings in the streets like Geppetto. What nah nah nah, watch the way she do it there. The way I'm lighting up the track is like I threw a flare I be the coldest you can't hold it, yes I do the clap. Flow familiar on the beat, it's like I knew the snail Wordplay queen, you ain't in my act yet. You just pulling white girls, you can only. Macbeth I've been in and out you said it ain't even packed yet always claiming that you eating I ain't seen a snack yet yeah. I came in the game saying what I'm out to do I ain't got the time to send nobody after you you ain't on my level or nobody out the crew we so fly you can't breathe up in this altitude How that was
0: ever... Endless Hour by Nezzy Momodou. stream all her music out of Houston Texas she got a flow and she got bounce all that all that so uh, We're just about to get into music updates To wrap this episode up And uh yeah So I'm going to let Joe go first
1: Alright so we're going to get into Some of the new releases You know what I'm saying We're going to drop some new shit on you So we got Man on the Moon 3 by K. Cuddy You know I just don't like K. Cuddy um, Shane that shit go ham bro K. Cuddy always comes through with the shits We got uh Bless You by Chris King We got Dedication 2.1 Lost Files by Uno the Activist. We got No Explanations by Kamaya, And then we also have Hood Life Crisis Volume 3 EP by JR the Prince of New York. He's a personal favorite of mine. I fought with his shit. I really do. Uh, Family by DJ Scheme. And let me see if there's any other ones that really are popping out to me. I know that... um, there was a Chris. Oh, my fault. Music to Be Murdered by Side B, Deluxe Edition by Eminem. We got Paul McCartney, McCartney 3. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I know we didn't really follow it because we uh East Coast lovers, but E40 and two short had their verses last night. So they dropped some shit dealing with them. Mariah Carey's, you know, she always drops her shit every year. Oh. Evermore by Taylor Swift. I know we not really Taylor Swift fans, but fuck with it. Oh, they also had the uh, Pixar Soul. They dropped the uh, motion picture soundtrack. Check out the movie. That shit was crazy. Uh, y'all boys didn't see it yet because y'all not as exclusive as them. But that shit is crazy. Um, back at Sixes and Sevens by Tiana Major 9. Jack Harlow. That's what they all say. And... Oh, Chef G, Proud of Me Now. That shit, I heard some words about it. I did really fuck with it like that. Plastic Hearts by Miley Cyrus. And that's all I got right now. If I didn't cover nothing, Damari got that shit. You feel me? Uh, You pretty
0: much covered everything that um, I had. Uh, no Love Lost by Blast. Uh, After the Rain by Young Baby Tay. And a... Fr- a- a dude that I actually went to school with, went to middle school with, well, middle school, freshman year, high school with, goes by the name of Q. Uh, He just put out his project called The Shave Experiment. I think it's really dope Um, on the R&B side. Uh, Terrence Martin put out Village Days. Fuck with Terrence Martin, another really good jazz producer, really great jazz producer um and yeah that's that's all i had because joe pretty much named everything oh and on the hip-hop side um from king to a god deluxe by conway the machine so that's it for me
2: all right i got um i got one music update do you remember drop by nakai sat on all streaming platforms that's n-k-a-i do you remember it's really dope y'all go check that out is there anything else y'all boys or are we good Y'all boys, y'all boys,
1: y'all boys. That was a great another fucking episode. It episode 10, I believe, of the We Do It For Us podcast. We got so much shit coming in 2021. Y'all check it out. Y'all follow us on YouTube. We do it for us. Y'all follow us on Twitter. We do it for us fam. IG, we do it for us family. You know, we had to check it out. We had to do this shit. We had to do it right. Y'all check us all out. Also, we got a lot of things in the works um, by this time next year I Hopefully all y'all motherfuckers are wearing We Do For Us merch I'm talking about the wife beaters I'm talking about all this shit we got in plans So y'all check this shit out Y'all tap in, y'all tap out Is We Do For Us And uh, happy holidays to those who celebrated
0: <laughs> Look man we, we learning this shit You learning with us as we go That's all we got for this week man We out